Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Chet. And I'm Bud. We slum it hard so you don't have to. This episode is brought to you by Menon. <laughs> Man, that's where we're that's where we're starting. That's the that's the, <laughs> that's the high point of this podcast. So, I really want to buy like a five watt combo amp. You should buy the, this before, huh? You should buy my AC four. Yeah, we have. You have that's, talked about that's this. one amp shy, one watt shy of what I would like to have. <laughs> that is twenty percent less watt than he wants. Yeah, I want twenty five percent more wattage than that. Wait, well, 20, I don't know what to tell you. Twenty five percent? No, yeah. no you were right. There, you're both right. He's, oh, I know. he's trying to. He's <laughs> twisting your words. <laughs> he is. It's twenty percent less than I want, but I want twenty five percent more than it has. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> that percentages work. <laughs> We've established I'm not the math guy. So. Because 20% of 5 is I was 1, right? right? 20% of 5 you... is 1, and 25% of 4 is also 1. Do you... You're going to try and math explain right now? I just did. I'm done. Consider Maybe it explained. you should have done some more of that when you were with What's-Their-Faces. Gary and Sherry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, who, who was They it? clearly are not math people because they didn't jump Gary. in. They were just, did, oh, dude, I don't think we talked about this on the air, but they said, this feels like an episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, they, they did said. say that. Because Seinfeld is notoriously horrible at math, <laughs> I think is what they meant. <laughs> I think they just meant there was, there was a lot of like mild Jewish talk. <laughs> kind of like an undertone of Jewishness. Yeah. Talked about like, these guys have kind of big noses. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Black I, hair. I did not approve of what just came out of that mouth hole. <laughs> so guys, what's your, favorite, what's your favorite killer song? Uh, we Are Young. When you heartache were young. Heartache to heartache, we stand. No promises, no demands. Mine is Helter Skelter. Both of us know it. Get it? Because it's like Charles Manson thing. Killer. Oh. <laughs> Love is yeah. okay. That's your um, joke? That was a joke. It's not, I didn't bring it up to make that joke. Here's what I want What I want to say is this. It's not Mr. Brightside, right? No. Like that's I'm not so, but I'm not a soldier. Is that not the best song Ever or of the year that it came out, but it's not even the best killer song, right? Uh, it's the most recognizable, though, right? Yeah, like Buddy well, Holly is yeah. the best Weezer song. <laughs> yeah, Weezer is a bad example because "Say It Ain't So" might be their best song, and it's also "Sweater" is clearly the most, the most recognizable Weezer song. Close the to being the best Weezer song. What's that? Buddy Holly's close to being the best Weezer song. I mean, it's not bad. Like it's it's not yeah. bad, but we're not talking about best. We're talking the about sweater most song. The sweater song is the we're worst. We're not song talking about most recognizable. Most recognizable that was never the is question. Sweater song, obviously. 
No, it's not. Hands the most down. recognizable Weezer song is probably like freaking Hash Pipe. Yeah, it's probably something off the Green album. It's either Hash Pipe or Ellen in the Sun. Talking about talking about talking about viewers, viewers weigh in and tell these fools they're wrong. First of all, that was never the question or, or it's Satan. So, so like Satan so might be that. the most recognizable Weezer song. No, it's like recognizable I, is it's irrelevant. Island in the Sun or like Beverly Hills, maybe. Or that song about Africa. <laughs> That's the most right recognizable so because it's some song. I have a hard time not being cynical about the killers because mm -hmm. everyone in Utah is obsessed. Not everyone, but it's very common to be obsessed with them because the lead singer is LDS. I have a hard time not being cynical about them because they are not. They're not very good. good. Yeah. Yes. That's also why. I mean, they're fine, but they're like, they're just a pop band. Yeah. Like they're just, there's nothing that sets them apart from 20 other pop bands. Yeah. Except the thing is though, that when they, when they broke out, it was like, oh, finally rock and roll is back. Like that was the kind yeah, of articles that came out Pitchfork like, were saying. But that was this was ten years ago though. Rock and roll, like, was that really the narrative at the time already? Is that rock and roll was dead? No, yeah, the, but it the had already come is, back because the strokes had were like before the killers and better. And they were like the whole garage revolution right, already. Like, I was thinking the strokes. <laughs> it was the strokes, I think. That those articles were about. Yeah, the Strokes were supposed to be like the saviors of rock and roll. Yeah, because right. the Killers, killers like, if you're later. saying, if you're saying rock is back, and you're pointing to freaking Mr. Brightside, like that's not <laughs> rock. I'm I'm saying rock is back, and I'm pointing at Panic at the Disco. <laughs> Panic at the Disco is like um, the Killers. Did you just realize and... you were making the wrong argument this whole time, Phil? No, I said I said I was talking about I was talking about the Strokes. I I messed up. I'm fine saying I messed up. Oh, every, but just about um, the articles, not about this entire argument. What's that right? band? What's that other band with Patrick Stump? I'm not backing down on Weezer. If that's Fallout Boy, every Fallout Boy I've ever liked was actually by Panic at the Disco. <laughs> <laughs> that. Why their sound like their sound changed so drastically? Like Thrice, for example, like a, a ton of punk bands obviously change their sound because they grow up and they're like, oh, the Thrice punk changed sounds it. like uh, crap. Thrice, but, Thrice changed like two or three times. But but they, they were, like, were still hardcore at first. Yeah, which was freaking amazing. But then even their later stuff like wasn't then, bad. Like, Artists in the ambulance was like their first big change, and then they changed kind of again. Well, Artists in the ambulance was like a pretty minor. I mean, that was like it. It was just better produced, you know, versions. Ah, but there was more stuff. singing, I think. Yeah, it was more melodic and stuff. But but then but that was like a logical progression. But yeah. Even yeah, and it, but even later thrice stuff. Like the, the Fallout Boy change is is much more drastic to the point where like I was big into I mean I wasn't like big into them but I really liked the CD that had Sugar were going down and whatever mm -hmm. I mean Dude. those were like good songs and then I'd hear all these other songs and like oh that's pretty catchy like what's the song that's in Big Hero Six I never yeah. seen it um, it's it's like good we got me Oh, like Im Immortals. And it's like at the end and you're getting all pumped and you're like, yeah, this kid's going to take over the world. And I feel like uh, they were better than they needed to be a lot of the time. 
because they were like that scene band, but they actually had some decent stuff going on. And then Pete Wentz kind of killed it for them because he was just so much of a douchebag, maybe. Yeah. And married to Ashley Simpson. Which is like, maybe that's the band they were meant to be. And they just were like, they were just never all that cool. They just happened to have that one cool album. Yeah, maybe. And like, they were just meant to be more of the poppy kind of electronic band. Right. It's not even electronic. It sounds like it's like bordering on boy band, but just with a single singer, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like just boy band, not boys band. Yeah. Boys. It's like a boy band. <laughs> anyway. If you guys heard that latest boys band. Mr. Brightside is not only not the best killer song, it's also not that great of a song. Yeah, I agree. It sounds like it sounds to me like a Interpol ripoff. Like, but they couldn't get dark. Like they tried to get dark, but they couldn't do it. That's what I always feel about that song. Well, and it's That's not even. Sad. I don't know. It's one of those songs that you listen to, and you're like, and it's like, yeah, I understand why that's popular, mm. but I don't like it personally. Mm-hmm. It has a good hook, like it's catchy and, and everything, but I just don't enjoy it. Killers in general. I prefer it's... of like the bands that people are obsessed with in Utah. I prefer like freaking Neon Trees to the Killers. For oh, yeah, Neon Trees are pretty cool. Although it, th- all those bands are better than Sublime, which is what people around <laughs> California are obsessed with. <laughs> Yes, agreed. Agreed. Every I mean every Utah favorite band is better than some or like Pepper. Like, like this dude's a Okay, wait, let's pepper. name all the Utah, Utah uh the Utah bands. The used Killers trees. uh Imagine Dragons. The Imagine Dragons. Is it really? I don't know if the Imagine you you the Imaginary Dragons are <laughs> better than Sublime. I think I would take uh, Sublime over. Peter Brian Holt. Um, he's like this. Um, oh, Jim Gaffigan. He's like, a, he's like a James Taylor ripoff. Brian Regan. Brian Regan. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ronald Regan. Ronald Regan. <laughs> he's Bit also Romney. he's Bit also very Romney. popular in Utah, as you can imagine. <laughs> Ronnie Reagan. <laughs> Ronnie Reagan. Hey. I think Sublime. I don't care what anyone says. Sublime's good, man. Like, dude. Okay, they do have good care. songs. I, don't I just care hate. If I only liked him because I was in high school. Like that's why you guys like you too. So like, screw you guys. I didn't listen to you too when I was in high school. No, I'm talking about you two, you people, meaning like older people, like Phil's age. Because uh, <laughs> okay. their kids, because their kids were in high school when you two came yeah, out. Exactly. So it was like a bonding thing. <laughs> it skips a generation type thing. You know. Here, here's the thing, and I maybe I've said this before. Every time somebody goes, somebody plays a song, and I'm like, "Whoa, what is this?" And it's like it's a song from sublime that's like a lesser known song there's the four or five songs that were on the radio still not were still mm-hmm. on the radio that's in crazy LA. That in freaking still, la dude they, they straight up still play Reprise santeria don't yes. they in la and yeah. uh, on an hourly basis and, uh, april 20th 1992 there was a riot on the street tell me where were you yeah that's constant yeah so there's like there's like three or four sublime songs that get played all the time and i hate those songs but the other ones that did not get played like i'm like early this is good 
rising to street. <laughs> the yep. Bad. So here's what's weird about that. Is... Me up that cigarette and I'll strap shoes on my feet. Yeah, I mean, you gotta like, find a reason. There's so like the reason that the reason that neon trees and actually like a life is shot tell you because you might get remote or you might get shot that like there's, there's only like three or four bands that ever became popular from utah but like every band is from la like why is it that you know what i'm saying like right it's weird that they happen to be the one local band that has like stayed popular when it's, it's like how many died. if you wouldn't have died yeah that's true but like how many hundreds of bands are from southern california you know well but a lot of the bands that are from quote unquote from southern california moved to southern california played for a couple years and I mean, got famous true. like poison you saying they like poisoned the state no like presence that poison <laughs> that's the story that happened with poison but heck like freaking like Blink 182 is from Southern California. San Diego. Yeah. San Diego. There's not a whole lot of like really big San Diego bands that I can think of. Like yeah, Nicky that's D true. Got pretty big. Blink is still pretty big. Peyote. Peyote. Wait a second. Pod. Was that like a play on peyote? Were they into smoking drugs? That's what it's about. Correct. That's correct. Is that, that really means, though? Means no. Means payable on death. But they, what does take off your pants and jacket mean? Though? <laughs> that's a POD song? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a Blink-182 album. Hey, uh, I don't know. Rocket from the Crypt was from San Diego. But, like, it's fair I'm to like say Jehu. that, like, oh, a lot like of... Hot Snakes? Maybe I just think oh, because... Yeah, back is pretty big. Because that's where, like, movies come from. But, like, there's got to be so many bands that came out of L.A., right? Or just right, yeah. the L.A. area. I forgot Waves is from San Diego. You guys like Waves? With no. Two Bs? No? I don't know them. Oh, dude. Cole, do you I like, like them. them? Never heard of them. Never heard of Waves? Are they like Sublime? No, it's kind of like... Not interested. <laughs> it's like indie pop punk. It's cool. I'm back on board. <laughs> You'll like it. You'll like it. But with horns... <laughs> But they've got horns, though, like a horn section. You're scratching me right where I itch. (laughs) Wait a second. Do you ever listen to to Best Coast? Did the lead singer ever wear a zoot suit? Because if so, I'm fully on board. He caused a riot while wearing one. Was was there a member of the band that didn't play anything? Was it Rodney King? Yeah, Bob Dylan. Oh. (laughs) That didn't. Yeah. Was there a guy who wore a mask? (laughs) He just danced. You mean a hype man? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when Henry Rollins did that? Uh Henry Rollins, threat. man. You mean from the Henry Rollins band? Yeah, Henry Rollins of Henry Rollins band. No, I said for Minor Threat. He wasn't in Minor Threat. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Henry, Henry Rollins from the uh, Danzig band? <laughs> yeah. Was he in that band? Was he in Danzig? In that band? Cool. Was he in that hey, band? Yeah. Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, y'all. Was he in that band? Hey, y'all. Oh, Danzig and... Is this, is this an episode of Was He in That Band? <laughs> uh, oh, this episode is brought to you by Gun Street Wiring Company. Okay. I, um, yeah. Here's, here's what I was thinking earlier. I'm like, I want to buy new guitars just so I can have them send me new harnesses for this. Speaking of, 
<laughs> Speaking of, I bought a new guitar. Um, if you're a member of our stream crew, you can get a discount to Gun Street Wiring Company. Um, mm. I think on pretty much everything. But then also, yeah. you should just check them out because they make really cool stuff. And Sean's a really swell fellow. Sorry, Phil. I had to get that ad in there. Gotta no, no, that's good. Pee. It was a little jarring. <laughs> um, so, thirty-two uh, minute mark yet? Okay, now we're good. Mm, no. Oh, I got, I gotcha. Um, so hopefully nobody hit the skip button because we don't get as much revenue from it if they skip past it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've got metrics to track that. So. Uh, if if you are one of the weirdos that only listens to the podcast and is not on the Facebook group, then um, then I, I got to support you. you. Have <laughs> we got a show for you? <laughs> so uh, I bet you're a lot happier than most of our listeners if that's how you live your life <laughs> <laughs> by not going in the Facebook group. So you might uh, you might recall that an episode or two ago, no, I think it was last week's episode. Um, I, I talked about the Dan Electro U2, um, at my local guitar center. I put down $50 and then I left and, um, last Friday I went back and, uh, said, I would like to collect my Dan Electro, please. And she brought it out. One Dan Electro, my good sir. And, uh, I go, Hey, can I, can I plug it in for a little bit? And she's like, sure. So I plug it in. Nothing. And I'm not, and somebody accused me of doing something to it. I would never do that. Uh, I First of all, because you wouldn't know how to. <laughs> I did not tamper with this guitar, but it was passing zero signal. And so I said, hey, something's wrong with this. And they're like, oh, sorry. You want your, I mean, okay, we can give you a re- refund for your 50. And I go, well, um, <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm wondering. The thing about that is. I'm wondering what. What could you bring it down to um, if I wanted to take it? And he's bring like, bring it on down to my wallet veil. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you want it? You want it's broken. And I go, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll take it for free. That's cool. I'll take it out of hands. It's good. Yeah, You're like, but you and I both know it's not that broken. Well, that's and that's you the thing. Know. You don't want to say that, right? So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I know. I, I, I want to, you know, I want to give it a shot. And he's like, well, um. Let me talk to the guy in the back. Uh, and I go, the guy in the back? And then I said, I said, well, is there a manager I could talk to? And he goes, I'm the manager. And I was like, okay. And he goes, but let me talk to my buddy in the back. Which, you're like, who's the freaking guy in the back if you're the manager? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means. But um, so he says, he stares at the tag for a really Maybe long time. Maybe it's like time. Voldemort. Maybe he, he's like Snape. And then there's some guy in the back who like can't like realize his corporeal form yet again. <laughs> That's got to be it. This right. must be it. So he stares at the tag for a really long time and then says, <laughs> no joke. He says, well, it hasn't been 90 days yet. What? And I was like, <laughs> wait, was this Dylan? And I was like, what does he, he seriously said that? And he goes, he, maybe he read the book. He goes, <laughs> he's a true businessman. <laughs> retail 101 man that's retail 101 so i was like i was like okay and he goes okay let me go ask the guy in the back i'll be right back so wait, he's gone for wait, like wait 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 so he like he was then trying to say oh we can't actually sell this to you anymore no he like was that saying that he days? couldn't lower the price oh you're just saying oh because like once it hits 90 days then then we might be able to deal 
Dylan, dude. He's right all along. We okay. can't deal with you because it's we because can't it's, even we can't even deal. Yes, we can't right deal now. or wheel. Like I can't even right now. That's we wheel not deal. Yeah. So he's gone for seriously like ten minutes. <laughs> then he comes back and he goes. Dude, he was probably just smoking marijuana cigarettes in the back. <laughs> so then he he comes back and he goes. I can do 130 and I go, I'll take it. <laughs> I didn't even I should you like slap the cash down on the counter. I should have been like I I should have been like uh how about you know 110. I should have said No, cuz your time is worth something and he would have spent another 20 That's the thing. I was I had already been there like for <laughs> a very long time and so I was like I'll take it and um so I instantly I paid for it. I walked out got in my car, pulled out my multi-tool, took the back panel off, and uh, <laughs> and sure enough... Wait, dude, are we going under the pit guard right now? Under the pit guard. The back... The ground wire to the... Unguarded. Oh, guarded. On guard. The ground wire to the output... Or the... Yes, the output jack. He's perfect. Is was just snapped off and just oh, dangling. The input jack? You mean the pickups? Output <laughs> listen, jack. Listen to this noob, guys. Am I right? <laughs> Dude, that's one of those so... things that's like so the what, dumbest. You took, your, you took the dumbest Luther Van semantic argument. Cost you so, sixty bucks to fix it back up. Yep. So I took it to my guy. He used his fancy <laughs> solder. Oh, was it cryogenically treated solder? <laughs> yep. Now, nice. boom. That's now cool. I'm only now I'm only two hundred and forty dollars in the hole. Did you fix nice. it yet? I did, and it, and it's like it. I just I soldered the lead, and it works perfect. Well, yeah. The problem That's... is, um, they. You're not very good at guitar. Well, that, that's always the problem. <laughs> oh, okay. The uh, uh, the pickup selector switch, the three way switch, mm-hmm. is super um stupid, wiggly, like oh. Like it feels like really loose. Yeah, yeah. Just tighten it. No, it like the like whatever the mechanism w- inside oh, like the switch. What like kind it. of is it like a Les Paul type switch? Yeah, yeah. So you may just need to like bend something in there. Here's the crazy <laughs> thing about those switches: they fail. Like, like that's the number one thing on an older Les Paul, like an old you know, like you buy an Epiphone from 15 years ago that will fail, mm-hmm. and they're expensive. There's hmm. not like a cheap option. Those switches? Yeah, they're like the cheapest bucks. one you can yeah. get on Amazon is like 15 bucks or something yeah. like that. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Worth it. So is it worth it? Worth every penny. Let me work it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Phil is the lady holding the big horn and I'm the lady in the background. She's the best part of that video. The lady in the background that's just like strutting along. You remember her? Yeah, she just wanders by. <laughs> yeah. So, so She's strutting like a stray cat. <laughs> so I I did a very preliminary search about um uh about Dan Electro wirings and such, and I didn't see anything that like crazy stuff that jumped out at me. But I'm I'm open to suggestions if uh um. People have ideas for ways to like, you know, mess with them. Hot rod it. Yeah. Now, so the thing is, it's got it's got the pickups. Does it have two lipsticks, and then it's got uh, the 
the tone and volume are lo- those stacked uh, pots. Yes. Um, and so the knobs means they share a center. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> Bro, I never knew that. <laughs> I never put that together. That's like cohesion. It shares adhesion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so uh, the actual knobs on the on the pots. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm also wondering if anybody has pulled those off. I don't have the best experience with pulling off knobs, as Cole can testify to. Um, You're not supposed and, to pull it off, first of all. No. Okay, keep it saying what you're saying though. So uh, they they're a little bit wonky. And they and when you turn uh, one of the tones, because of the way it's like it's a little bit off kilter, at a certain point it it connects to the knob of the volume and just starts turning the volume knob. Oh yeah, <laughs> like so physically, need, like yes. physically pushes against it because it's wobbling. Right. Yeah, right. So That's I need to figure out how to. But I don't want I don't want to like grab them and yank them because I'm I've done that before and it didn't go well. That was a pedal, but disastrous consequences. Yeah. Just grab them by the knob. Hmm? Just yank it. Well, first of all, consider how often you're actually going to adjust the tone on that guitar. Yeah, but the volume too. But so if you never that. adjust wait. So what are the this two knobs, right? Yes. And what do they do? There's two double knobs. Yeah. There's two for volume, two for tone. Well, Yes. Is that really what it is? Well, no. There's... Oh, sorry. It's the double knobs, tone volume, and then a double knob, tone volume. And then a three-way selector switch. (laughs) So that is what Aaron said. But what are they... So is it tone and volume for each pickup? Yeah. Yes. Why do they have a three-way switch then? To select one pickup or both pickups. Or the other. Yeah, you could just turn you could just turn one of them down or turn the other one down. I think it's so that you could do it quickly. Okay. Oh, so it's like you could do like with a Les Paul. You could like have one down and a loop of a switch. You could have like your lead tone and a rhythm tone or whatever. Okay. Yes. Yes. I you can buy concentric knobs, but I'd be like worried about getting the right shaft size. Mm Mm-hmm. I worry about that sometimes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would just say consider if you're not going to turn the because because turning the volume doesn't cause a problem, right? It's just the middle part. And is that the tone? They both they both affect each other because the way they're off. Are they're both wobbly? Yes. Oh, OK, OK. I'm back on board with you. And that's on the neck. So the volume when you turn the volume, it affects the tone halfway through the knob. Because it's <clears throat> like it physically pushes against the other yes, one. Yes, because it's yeah, at an angle halfway through. Which one? Both it touches the it touches the tone and starts to physically turn the yeah. tone. Yeah. So both does it have, have, a, does it have a set screw. I don't think so. I think they're pop on. Because mm. I like, would you just need to like pull it out like a millimeter or something, and it would be fine. You're right. I yeah. You have a Dremel. <laughs> yes. Just Dremel that fool. <laughs> Why are we even still talking about this? Dremel that mofo. 
dude, when I got a when I got a Dremel like a, a few years back, yeah, dude, it was like the, it You're was like, the man, answer to all. I can't freaking wait to use this thing. Yeah, it was like everything. And there's all those bits. It's like I'm gonna yeah, use this. It's like I got a flat tire. Oh man, I'm gonna Dremel that fool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Dude, still, Aaron doesn't have a Dremel. <laughs> what an idiot! I don't even have a Dremel. You know why? Because they don't sell them at grocery stores during Christmas time. Oh, you got to get them at a gas station. That's where I got my Dremel. Whoa, did you really? Yeah, I got that. It's there's a Cinnabon. It was right next to Cinnabon. Dude, imagine if you were like joining a fraternity, right? And <clears throat> they were giving out Dremels. Legend. You're giving out Dremels, mm-hmm. and someone said Sounds like my kind of fraternity you're talking to your parents <laughs> and they say they say hey did you get anything cool at school this week and you say yeah i got a dremel in rush week <laughs> a dremel in rush uh, uh that really did take me twice i did not understand, understand what you were saying i, did not I thought you were talking about the saying. band that was not funny at all a dremel in <laughs> rush This episode is brought to you by the Gabrielle Tenorio String Company. Do you feel mm-hmm. good about yourself right now? Creator of pure nickel strings. Pure nickel. Pure nickel. Pure nickel. 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 Solid, round core. Al nickel. Wrap. Wrap. I believe they're al nickel. No, they're nickel. Yeah, only. they're al nickel. Do so you have, so you nickel have any only. buffalo nickel strings? Nickel al nickel. Only. Nickel. Ow, nickel. Full nickel. So I have another thing that I bought. You think you're just going to take over this entire episode? Freaking Mr. Moneybags over here. <laughs> okay. Is it a second swimming pool, Phil? <laughs> yeah. It's a swimming pool underneath my swim. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, you got a window. A basement for a your basement swimming, pool. swimming pool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I also bought do you let um, minorities swim in your pool? No, never. I also bought an amp um, for ten bucks. Water all dirty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Aaron started it. I was just seeing if I was welcome. <laughs> Do you let one sixteenth Mexicans swim in your pool? <laughs> uh, so, an amp for ten bucks. At an estate sale. Estate. Um, and uh, this thing is pretty dope. Um, so it's all raggedy, but um, I got it. Uh, I got alligator clips plugged into all the right stuff, and um, I'm really digging it. And I got it for 10 bucks at an estate sale. Oh, and I also bought, at the same time, I bought that, the amp, I bought a... Um, I believe a knockoff uh, Telecaster neck. There's no um, brand. There's no markings on it whatsoever, but it's bird's eye maple. So I asked my friend, I asked a relatively wise friend of mine what he thought I should charge. Oh. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm, I'm did worried you say, about did you say I should, I should charge. I, I might be able to get 75 for it. Oh, I thought you were talking about shipping. Yeah, oh, I, oh I, I haven't told you. Okay, I so think I was said, close on what I estimated. You like I said, you'd you'd be really lucky to get a hundred, but like 
You said get... no. You said you said you get you'll be lucky to get seventy five. Okay. And uh, but uh, you might be able to get uh between sixty. I think you said sixty and seventy five might be. Yeah. Where where it would go for? So I sold it for I I posted it for um a hundred total because I had no idea what it would cost to ship it and um. I don't have the best luck with shipping, as some of you might know. <laughs> but this time, it was. Did you did you cut the cardboard box exactly around the shape of the <laughs> neck, did. like you did, did with that mono case? I did. <laughs> like you can see the Telecaster shape. It wasn't that bad. The- it wasn't that bad. But it was like exactly the length, and then yeah, the yeah, width a little bit, and then I had bubble wrap inside, and then yeah. Um. The so form fitting. Uh, the shipping was um, seventeen bucks. Nice. So I made. So did, you, so did you sell it for your asking price? So I, yeah, he bought. Yeah, he paid. Was it asking. like seventy five plus twenty five shipping or something? Yeah. So okay. I got. So I got eighty. Like once they once the uh, reverb takes their cut, it's going to be like eighty bucks. That's awesome. So you weren't lucky. What? You were not lucky. Why not? You would have been lucky to get seventy five. Uh, oh, I see. Wow. Well, anyway, um, so I sold that thing. I bought this amp and I bought this guitar. A couple home runs, a couple strikeouts. Still batting five hundred. It's all right. It's all good. Strikeouts, base hits, double plays. Did you it's know great. that it's base hits song. have gone down in the MLB? Largely or partly due to the prevalence of the infield shift. Yeah. And they're trying to like cross field hitters. Yeah. Which they used to basically reserve for like extreme people like Barry Bonds or someone who just Mm -hmm. literally always hit cross field. Yeah. And now the uh, national batting average is lower than it's ever been. Like the league wide batting average. Yeah. But more home runs. And also more strikeouts. Sorry, it's interesting, right, Phil? Um, and people I'm... are like worried. People always worry that like, what's going to be the death of baseball, and like, you know, the popularity of baseball is decreasing, and all that. And it's like, nah, it'll be fine. Or it won't, and that's okay. Yeah, sports are dumb. As... No, I mean yes. So I think I've mentioned this before a long a while back when I was in college. I read this article by chuck klosterman you guys know chuck klosterman no i think it's klosterman you don't know chuck is it i is actually it don't know but i do know who that is klosterman i'm surprised you don't know him phil it's cinnamon anyway he, he said that if he had to choose between sports and music that he would choose sports and i was scandalized by that mm-hmm. but the older i get the more i understand his position not that i would choose that still but i'm like <laughs> i get that hmm Yeah. Anyway, okay. If you had to choose between never playing or never listening to music again, which would you choose? (laughs) I think that part of the appeal of sports is just the like. I think worldwide, especially why soccer is so popular. I mean, there's a bunch of reasons. You only need a ball to play it, obviously, but like Mm -hmm. anyone can win. Like, there's so much luck involved, and you score like so little that any crappy team you know on a given day can beat any good team you know within right. reason 
and baseball is the same way, you know, baseball and hockey are the same way. Yeah. I think football more so just because, I mean, like on a large scale, because there's fewer games, like there's so many games. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like in any given teams do tend to win in the long run, but yeah, any given day, like anybody. Yeah. Football, like the playoffs are that way. Cause there's single games where, uh, but like basketball is the, the, like the most predictable, even on a single game basis. Like, yeah, that's true. The better team wins more often, you know. Much more often. Hmm. Because so. you got to play both sides. And and I think that's Which part of why baseball too. But baseball is like entertaining too, because it's like if any any one game that you lose, it's like well, I don't care. Like there's 162 <laughs> games. What <I'm> like <laughs> we're gonna we're literally gonna like the best team in the country is gonna lose 50 games. So what do we care? Right. <laughs> it's true. What were you saying, Phil? Um, Something about baseball? Mm, no, I was saying. Oh, I about have, Chuck Klosterman? I was. <laughs> Klosterman. I you was know, saying. You never read Chuck Klosterman for real? What? Oh, oh, were? You never read anything from Chuck Klosterman? He's like right up your alley, I think. Is or he? Or do you not read? He is. Okay. He you was read the Phil? chief of Spin Magazine for a long time, and he mostly writes about like. Um, pop culture and rock music. Mm. Mm-hmm. Does he go on Grantland a lot or something? Why have I heard his name? He so did much? write on Grantland. Yeah. Okay. That's what. Okay. He he actually co-founded it. Okay, that's why that name's familiar. Yeah. What were you actually saying, though, Phil? Um, I was saying that um, I've got say a game. Got some reviews for us. If we want to do the game right now, yes. Oh. Do. Yeah. Okay. Are we gonna do that? Are we gonna do that? Don't, Phil. Cole, don't listen for a minute. Phil, are we gonna do that thing where you send me the answers so I can pretend like I know everything, and then Cole will get mad. (laughs) All right, Cole, you can listen. I listen now. Hold on, Aaron. Oh, hey guys. Tell what about what about chat? So yes or no? (laughs) Yes or no? Um. Yes. Okay. Thanks. But also Chet. Um, Are you guys sidebarring with Chet don't, now? Don't tell Cole. Without me. Also Chet. Oh, yeah. Also I Chet. won't tell either one of them. I mean, okay. what? Yeah. Hmm? I'm sorry. Okay. What? Okay. Okay. Ah, Sphincter okay. says what? Okay. All right. Okay. This is a one-star review. Mm-hmm. And the review is called Guitar for More Than 30 Years and Have Always Loved Blank. Is the person's name I have played? No. The review is by William DeGroote. But is the subject is guitar? Is that a continuation of the subject line? I'm not sure. You know what? It must like, if you don't put in a subject, it must like... It does, like it just auto auto jumps auto to grab. The... Okay, so here it is. Um, March fifteenth, two thousand eighteen. I'll start by saying I've played guitar for more than thirty years, and have always loved blank. I've had great ones. This particular pedal, I bought. I left in. I left it in the box for a couple weeks after it arrived, and decided to open it up and play it. I used it for a few weeks. And I started noticing it was making a clicking noise when I 
I inspected the matter further and came Wait, to the whoa, conclusion. Whoa, whoa. Soul food. How much of this is you, and how much of this is the review? What? Like a long pause where you are said, you leaving? Are you cutting pieces I, out? I left out a verb, an important verb. Because of why? Giveaway. Oh, because it's like a wah pedal or something. Damn it! <laughs> well, now you're ruining everything. Wah pedal. Dunlop. Uh, uh, Crybaby. Cry <laughs> The Lance Daily edition. Lance, Lance, the Lance Bass edition. Conclusion that something inside the volume pot is hanging up or skipping on the little gear. I haven't pulled it completely apart to see the exact cause, of course. It is now past the return date, so I'm stuck fixing it. It still this works. This like a weird... It just drives me nuts not having smooth transition up and down. Like I said, I've never had a bad one. This must be a lemon. Or the quality has gone downhill since I last bought one, which was years ago. So who's this guy who's played guitar for 30 years, and then he randomly buys just a boring wah pedal? He's like replacing his old wah, apparently. Yes. Yeah. He's owned several. He's got a new wah. Yep. And then he leaves it in the box for three weeks. I got a new attitude. He's probably like, I really don't like when they mess with my wah this way. <laughs> my wah. Wah this way. Ta this way. <laughs> okay, this is a one-star review. <laughs> Ta <In> the... <laughs> And the title of this review is all the bad reviews are right. Distorts. One knob means no real control. And blah blah blah. That's, that's the title of the episode of the review <laughs> by Jared Shoegaze. <laughs> it's like, oh, is that Jason Fuzzmonger's brother? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have okay. a different name. I have a cousin. How about cousin? Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I, I got to workshop that a little bit. One knob. This thing does distort your tone yeah, and plus. doesn't. Sound good. I read uh, reviews before getting it and thought there are many bad ones, many of them. LOL. I went ahead. That was a mistake. It distort it distorts, it muddies, and makes your guitar sound worse. Sad cause brand. Have a classic delay pedal. Name delay. Of is it named the car? And the their distortion pedals sound cool, and I plan to get the metal one. Then he wow. guesses a couple names. Anyway, thankfully, I returned it ASAP, and I'm now going to get the TC Electronics something or other, which I recommend anyone planning to get this one do. Wait, Check out vids on YouTube uh, for the TC something. It sounds it's great. The, and has total control. Well, Aaron, this I'm gonna murder you if you has one about knob. One the blank has speed, depth, feedback, and mix, which is awesome. Plus, you can get custom made sounds via computer somehow. Dude, which this guy works. Not, this guy is like a TC Electronic employee. Yeah, which, while not a selling point for me, I'd rather make my own sounds, is a cool addition. So in short. All caps. Stay away from this one. 
Is it the is decimator it? noise gate pedal? No. Was that uh, written by Builder Bobby? Is it MXR noise gate pedal? No. Is it a is is it a delay pedal? No. Is it a compressor? No. Uh phase ninety. Is it the LP yes. one? Oh. It's a phase ninety? It's the phase ninety. That was literally my first guess. You couldn't hear because Aaron was being an idiot. <laughs> trying to make this interesting. Sometimes okay. we ruin the podcast in a funny way, and sometimes we just ruin the podcast <laughs> in a bad way. I agree. <clears throat> Wait, what? Hashtag, what controls did he say the the TC phaser has? Is it, did he tell him to get a helix phaser? Burrito ingredients. Yes. What? Nice. Which I, I agree with that. What the helix controls did he say cool. it has? Depth, speed. Probably. He, well, he's talking about he. The review changes to yeah. a positive review <laughs> for the to like freaking. I know, but what evangelizing you say the Helix has? Uh, is depth and rate, or depth and speed, or whatever. What does he say? You're gonna make me go back. Mm-hmm. All the way back. We gotta go back. We have to go back. Okay. We have to. Dang it. The Helix has speed, depth, feedback, and mix. Okay. Which is awesome. Which are okay. awesome. He says, which is awesome. TC Electronic are awesome. <laughs> okay, He's you ready for this review? Nah, having those controls is awesome. I get it. Yes. This is a one-star review, and the title of the review is called One Star, and it's by Doug. Redundant. So is and it two stars total, then? And the review is one word. Garbage. <laughs> uh, soul food. I'm just kidding. There's another one-star review for the same pedal that I'm going to read. Okay. Okay. One-star review. Cheap, shoddy junk. Duh. And this is by Decimus Vero. Is it the Joyo Voodoo Octave Fuzz? Um, That's a good guess. You're right. Just kidding. It's not. April 17th, (laughs) 2017. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with me? What is wrong with you? <laughs> That's a good guess. I know. Because first it was like, oh, he's close. Oh, he's right. Oh, he's wrong. That was a roller coaster. <laughs> okay, here's the review. This Wait, thing is a little disappointment. That's just the title. Okay, sorry. First, the bypass. Oh, never did Phil? Get it? <laughs> On or off. Just That's your choice. Phil's parents. On or off, that's your choice. If you Wait, want clean tone, bypass works. <laughs> if you want clean tone, unplug it and reroute your cords. Champion. Wait, what did he say the that. options were again? Just freaking listen. Wait, what did he say the options were? No. I'm yeah. just curious about what the options are. I'm starting over. I'm starting over. Okay. This thing is a total disappointment. First, the bypass never did work. On or off. That's your choice. On if or you off. want clean okay, tone, choices. On unplug it and reroute your cords. Champion that. So much Champion. fun. Never there was a def- deafening. Oh, next there was a deafening cycle line buzz. Noise came only from the pedal as I checked everything else and only got buzz with this item in circuit. What a piece of junk. <laughs> I was fooled by the many favorable reviews. Moral to the story, spend a little more 
and buy a good pedal. Hmm. What? Why is he saying the bypass switch never worked? I think what he means is like effect on or no signal. I don't know what he means. That's it part of why I like this. I think what he means you can either have the effect on or you can have no signal. And if you oh. want a clean tone, you have to disconnect the pedal. Oh. I think that's what he's trying to say. Okay. That's gross. That is a bummer. Well, yeah. Now I feel bad for this guy. If the, I'm sure. if, the, if the bypass gives you on and off options, that's what it's supposed to do. Right. Yeah, that's like, why it doesn't make Yes. Are those two separate options, though? No. Oh, just on or off. Just one option. Funny thing is, the way he worded it, <laughs> th- he said, that's your uh, that's your choice or whatever. Like, yeah. It made it sound singular. Like, choice. Yeah, that's like, the only one choice. Between those two options. I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. So that makes me wonder, though, if he has it plugged in backwards. Like, remember that pe- when you had that pedal that was broken, Phil? But he said it goes on. It doesn't. You got like straight. I know. I know. It would work if it was it the other way around. It. Oh, by the way, I when I pl- when I when I re-soldered the the lead in inside the Dan Electro, mm-hmm. and I plugged it in, and I started strumming, and I I turned my amp on, and I'm like strumming, and nothing's happening. I was like, oh man, I'm holy crap! Back. What if it's a what if this thing is like actually broken, and I like screwed myself, and then I realized that the <laughs> my uh, uh, surge protector like was uh, off. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Your amp doesn't have like an obvious light on it. It does, but it's like now that it's in the cabinet, that yeah, yeah, like way in the back, so I never, I can't see it anymore because it's yeah. That's funny. Is it a Behringer chorus pedal? You're close. Is it a Behringer? Yes. Okay. Is it a Super Fuzz? No. It doesn't have fuzz in the title. <laughs> is it a primary color? Uh, it has multiple colors on it. <laughs> is it a vintage tube monster? That is not the name of it. Is, is it, it that um, vintage tube that master giant delay thing that, that they have? It is not a delay. A delay. Is it a distortion or a drive pedal of some kind? Yes. Send me on delay. Is it a vintage phaser? No. Send me on delay. Tube overdrive? What? Vintage tube overdrive? Yes. So when you say it has multiple colors, you're counting the (laughs) print (laughs) on it? No, I'm counting the giant black uh, rubber foot thing. Mm -hmm. And then there's a section under the knobs that's black. Mm-hmm. And guess what else? Green is not a primary color. I didn't say it was. Okay. But when yeah, I asked, is it a primary color? You said it's multiple colors. You didn't say no. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, so you, when you said it was multiple colors, you meant it was blue and yellow. Because <laughs> that's how you get green. Mm. Yeah. For those keeping score at home, this is going to go down in history as strike two for Phil, where strike <laughs> one was when he filled his ice at Carl's Jr. while recording. I thought strike one was when I made you guys mad about the tortillas. Oh, what color is your Jazz Master again? <laughs> it is uh, lots of colors. What color are, are all boss pedals, Phil? Black? 
Like they half all, of it's black. They have that they big have black, black rubber. <laughs> They're all multiple colors. And the bottom is black too. To be honest, I knew I I knew it would make you mad. That's the only reason I said it. How do you yeah. tell them apart when they're all just multiple colors? They're all the same. They I all can't look the same because they're all multiple colors. I can't tell any of the black petals apart. <laughs> Jeez. Think about boss petals. They all look the same. <laughs> if you've been around boss petals your whole life, you can tell them apart. But yeah. Like a nurture versus nature thing. Some of my best friends are black or boss pedals. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Freudian slip. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, You're not going to like adopt some boss pedals just to prove that you like yeah. them, are you? Yeah. Look. Shout out to friend listening in his truck <laughs> with old earbuds. With <laughs> those old, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But he has the earbuds like sitting on the dashboard and he has it cranked all the way up. (laughs) I don't remember what he actually said, but I do remember that he seemed very angry. (laughs) That it enraged me? (laughs) Well, no. Yeah, you got angry, but I remember the thing that made you angry was that he was so angry and that his setup sounded so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, so bizarre. Why didn't you produce your podcast in such a way that my crappy setup will work? <laughs> like very, very less than ideal. Yeah, yeah. Listening environment. No, it was. He like had it like his. he was listening through his like he just had his phone turned all the way up and was sitting on the seat next to him or something. Anyway. <laughs> he was mad. <sighs> yeah. Should we have an equits minute for a second? For a yeah, minute? Because I really like that equits guitar. And it's different. So now I have kind of a good mix. Did I already talk about this? So I have a I have an American Standard Strat. So it's just like very... It's a 2013. So it's like a very standard, normal, factory-made guitar. A nice one, you know. And then I have... Uh, Warmoth build that I did. I have a couple of Ronies, which are like CNC, you know, small builder, boutique, fancy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, perfect type of thing. And then I have the Equits, which is handmade with hand tools in some shady dude's garage. And, uh, and so they all have like different pluses and minuses and stuff like that. But, and I know it's still kind of the honeymoon phase, but man, I really like it. And right now it's my favorite guitar that I have, which is saying something because I really like both of the Ronies that I have, but yeah, it's, it's freaking awesome. And the frets are quite a bit different than the, than the ones I have on the Roni, but I really like them coupled with the ebony fretboard. So my fingers like, cause the frets are smaller than yeah. I tend to have. Mm-hmm. So my fingers end up touching the fretboard more probably when I'm sliding and stuff. Yeah. And it feels really smooth with the uh, ebony. But like, That's cool. You don't, you don't really feel any grain to it. I don't think I've ever had that issue. Maybe I have a really light hand. Yeah, you're probably better at guitar than... Well, I know you're better at guitar than me, but that's probably one of the reasons you're better at guitar than me. Because I, I think... Oh, it's partially because I played acoustic most of my life, but... Like I'm just used to pressing really hard. Mm-hmm. You just kind of go hard. 
in the paint. Or go home, you know? Go hard, go home. So Emily Harris says we should talk about overrated types of pedals. And then she said, like muff style fuzz. What is that? I knew that was going to bug you. It makes me, <laughs> I know, I responded me. immediately. Is it because that was the first sexist pedal name? <laughs> started she thinks that that's overrated i know muff style fuzzes are overrated they're not though i think i think anything they're, they're under yeah i because like you and i both have a million fuzz pedals and then mm-hmm. every time we go back to the party animal yeah dude like a revelation the party animal and then this other one that i've been playing with that i don't know if i'm allowed to talk about it but i have two and this is sacrilege probably but one of my favorite things about the Pelotar was the muff side of it because it's just so good. <laughs> it's like, I wish he would, I've talked to Leon about it and he won't do it, but I wish he would just yeah. make that into a standalone pedal because just cause that's like the so less, good. that's the less creative part or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like it makes sense for him to do that in the, with the other in the party and or in the Pelotar, but I don't think he would do it standalone. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna convince him one of these days to give me that circuit in a pedal, just in a half, like in a half horse size. Yeah, like a reverse half horse, like the other half of the horse. Because <laughs> that it's would be so good. It would be pretty rad. And if he did the colors, um, has he done a reverse color half horse? You we tried that. Up. So we tried to do. Oh yeah, you like mocked it up, right? <laughs> yeah, and and it ended up. That's how I got my blackout one. Yeah, I think he made a couple of them, but we but the inverted one just makes it end up look like there's too much blue in it, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it ends up being literally lighter. invert the colors. Maybe if you just inverted the like the just the, the print the gray scale, yeah, like uh, the darkness maybe, yeah. and the lightness or something. I don't know. I don't really know what I'm talking about. You'd have to like hand pick the new colors, I think. Yeah, so yeah. So that it looks like it's reversed, but it's not actually. Yeah. I was playing with that pedal today, and that's really fun too. The half horse. It is okay. a very good pedal. Very good. Right now, that's I have the half horse and the party animal on my mm-hmm. board, and I think it's going to stay that way for a while. Phil joked about the MS3, but I don't miss that thing at all. Oh, really? Really? I really like the my setup I have right now. Oh, because you're doing the uh, Joyo switcher, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's really and it's quick to just turn stuff on and off. Um, I've done a couple gigs with it, and yeah, it's nice. I it was somebody else's I, I can't remember who somebody in the group suggested that. So I don't want to take yeah, yeah, that for it. Totally. It was thumb thumb. But it like if I hadn't gotten the Mobius, mm-hmm. I would probably feel different. So it's not as it's not really the Joyo that replaced the MS3. It's probably more the Mobius. Right. It's just or the a different together. totally different setup. Yeah. But the it MIDI was Michael Newman who asked that question. The MIDI programming is really easy on that switcher too, so you can just so it's like easy to recall presets on the Mobius. That's, That's all. Mm. I still I still want to get a switcher and I probably will go and finally just get one of those Joyos like you got because that was my first choice before I ended up buying that other one that I never really got in long with. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I buy something on Reverb, it's like I'll put it in my watch list first and then mm-hmm. buy one that comes up for a good price. So that's it, and then I always just don't delete it from my watch list. But those come up every week or so for, you know, in the hundred dollar range. Or like they come up for 120 and you could yeah, offer a hundred to think, get it. I don't know what their new price is, but I think it's like one fifty or something. 
Yeah, it's like 160 or it's less than 200 though, so it's not. They have like several different models. Yeah. The only downside is that the switches aren't soft, but I've never uh, I I kind of noticed some popping. I thought it was coming through the signal, but I've never noticed that since. Oh, interesting. So, like that was just the first time I plugged it in, so I don't know if I was just hearing the switch itself. But Yeah, that's weird. Um I mean it shouldn't be, right? Well, I guess it can because it's like reconnecting wires and stuff. But I guess I don't know. I like, yeah, I don't know enough about how that actually how that process I only ever actually works. Stuff when I have like a delay on, and then you hear it. Yeah, exactly. Repeating. Hear it exaggerated. But that's the other thing about this Equits. It has a uh, who's the company? That, oh, Righteous Sound. Oh yeah. This is P ninety, but it's noiseless. And it's really weird playing a noiseless pickup when you've played just single coils for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like it makes me think there's something wrong sometimes. So I'll stop you playing and double check you have your volume on. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty nice though. That's like, crazy. I'm sure I'll play it enough to where going back to a normal single coil is going to annoy me, you know. The sound. Hey, Phil. Mm-hmm. What's the, the update with Gibson? Um, they're still around. Uh, the they still break uh at the neck too easily. <laughs> that's what they say about Gibsons, right? They go at breakneck speed. Uh huh. That's where that's from. Yeah, that's where it comes from. It's from dudes playing like super fast on on mm. Gibsons. Dude, bending so hard. Um. So yeah. All right, here's a good question I have for you guys, and this is from Caleb Neff. Actually, no, we'll ask it, and then we'll end on that. It says, will rock music eventually become an old-timey novelty music for snobs that gets dissected in school mus- music schools like jazz and classical music? I don't really like that question, actually. Here's what I'll ask you. Will <laughs> rock music ever become... Caleb, screw you, first well, of all. Not. <laughs> do, you think, do you think guitars are on the way out? No, no, I don't either. I think the um, popularity ebbs and flows, but it's like, oh, is piano gonna go out of style? No, it doesn't yeah, go out of style. Right. It's like, whatever, dude. Pianos are dumb. Pianos, it's like piano versus guitars. Break. Well, you just get a synthesizer with less, with fewer keys. With less keys, yeah, fewer keys. Less, like less, like the keys are like physically less. But that less sounds like. Keys. No, that would like that's the guy who'd play at like a lounge, you know. Every Thursday night we got Les Keys live <laughs> playing for all the lead. The great name. <laughs> Especially if he plays with like a tiny little keyboard. <laughs> no, that's a little, a little too on the nose. Like he, and then the, the like the headshot like no, on, dude. All his, on all of his like flyers is like him holding it up and it's like this tiny little like it's like sixteen keys and he's no, like, he's gotta play like, on some ridiculous, like big or he'll have to have one of those setups that's like three keyboards, you know, that are all stacked or whatever. Oh, you're right. So like, like tiny. Ironic. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The ironic nickname. Yes. I don't. I just so saw an article. He's like, he's like five foot three. He's like a tiny person. I just that saw an small. article the other day. That's that like him. I get it. Okay. Who was it? Oh, maybe it was specifically about PRS, but they were saying like the popularity of American made guitars is actually increasing. 
Mm. Uh, but that was, I, it seemed like they were kind of cherry, they were like cherry picking the results maybe. So yeah, I don't know if like guitar sales in general are up. Yeah, so, I would, I don't know. that's surprising American made. Yeah, because I think, man, it was an article. Uh, somebody posted it, and and it might have been like actually, you know, Paul Reed Smith that they were interviewing, and he was saying like, yeah, people say that guitars are becoming less popular, but we see the opposite from, and and it seemed like he was referencing American made specifically. He's probably like, you see, retail is a subtractive art, so <laughs> you just have to subtract everything that's not selling. We believe that the popularity of not playing guitar is growing. From <laughs> <laughs> a subtractive. I like, I like that we believe. Yeah, we believe. Like, it always yes. sounds more important when they say we. I know, exactly. Like, who's we? Like, your board of directors? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. From what we've seen, the popularity, yeah. popularity of not playing guitar is on the rise. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I don't like. I don't think so. I mean, it go, it goes in waves. So like every, like right now, well, I don't know. I guess '90s is really popular right now. So it is somewhat interesting that '90s mm. music hasn't made a revival. But like you know, '90s culture is like very popular right now. Like everyone likes to talk about. Yeah. And, and when we were teenagers, it was 70s culture because that was our parents, you know. Yeah. If it was a teenager, it was like the 90s again. It was like depression era. <laughs> he was like, yeah. He was like making jokes about watering down your milk to make it last longer, you know. <laughs> yeah. Powdered, powdered milk. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, it's never going to, because, well, I don't know. I mean, it's a weird question. Like, every, there aren't a lot of instruments that have been as popular and standard as the guitar and then just like disappear, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. I just think it's too American to get rid of it completely. It's like Even Apple Pie. changes. But rock music, I think is also like in our core and will never leave. It's not the same as jazz. Yeah. Or classical. You guys, God gave rock and roll to you. Put it in the soul of everyone. Yeah, that well, is true. I've, you know, they say that the heart of rock and roll, heart of rock and roll, is still beating. I've heard that too. From what I say, from what, well, damn it. <laughs> I mean, all I want to do is just rock and roll all night and party every day, but mostly the rock and roll. You know, though, I've got something to say. Hi. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> it's all right it doesn't matter that much to me anyway yeah <laughs> as long as you know as long as it's dead rock guys i know it's only rock and roll but i like it <laughs> uh, there's still like that's the thing that you look at the type of acts that still are putting on like i don't know how we judge what music is most popular but there's still plenty of popular music that's guitar driven. Like and and plenty of popular touring acts that are just kind of traditional guitar type bands. Right? Yep. I mean, electronic music is popular, but it's not like it's a question of either or. Right. Because electronic mean, music was most guitar music is electronic. 
yeah, I mean, it's not like no one, I mean, even analog music is electronic, like even listening to a record. Yeah, and especially now that it's all recorded digitally. Yeah, it's all digital music. It's all in the cloud, guys. What do you think about the cloud? Can we talk about that? Fat cloud, the cloud. Um, yeah, what do you think about fat clouds? Bro? I'm a fan. I'm a fan <laughs> of fat clouds. <laughs> this episode is also brought to you by the Gabriel Scenario String Company. Get them, love them, play them. I've had mushrooms on my telly for like eight months. Pluck them, strum them. Still sound and feel great. Diddle them. Phil. What? Well, folks, thanks for tuning in to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I have been Aaron. I have been Chet. For Phil and Cole. (laughs) Thanks for friendship. This is Cole signing off. (laughs) This is Aaron. And for Aaron, I'm Cole. Signing off. And that's Phil. For your other host, this is Aaron. Signing off. (laughs) Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. And thanks for friendship. And thanks for friendship. Also, thank you for friendship. Mm -hmm.